growing up, like, the thing with me is, like, I grew up, like, actually on a farm. So, in Germany, so, um, yeah, I mean, if you're young, like, the first years is very cool. Then, like, if you get to puppetry, it's uh, not the best because you have to imagine, like, you're kind of far away from all your friends and it's not so easy to get there. When I first thought of European international students, I assumed that they all came from a major metropolis. Obviously, according to me, they'd find the US inferior, they'd be super privileged and not at all grateful to be here. So it is hard to admit that while debunking stereotypes, I'd uncover how many of them I have myself. Hi, I'm Emily Tafur. And thanks for tuning in to this episode of NYIT International. Today, we get to meet... My name is Bernd Schluter. Um, I'm 24 years old. I'm uh, majoring in um, uh, finance. Uh, so I'm doing... I'm already a graduate student, so I'm doing my MBA right now in finance. And uh, I'm from Germany. Came here last year and played for the soccer team as well. Bernd's childhood sounds a bit atypical at first, or peaceful if you're like me and grew up in a congested city of four million people. But it actually doesn't sound much unlike the childhood of anyone who grew up on the North Fork of Long Island, or in any other rural and suburban areas of the U.S. Children and grandchildren of farmers everywhere decide to leave the farm and explore the world. They move to big cities, study abroad, and who knows, perhaps one day return to the family farm. My parents aren't farmers. Uh, like back in the days, my grandpa and grandparents used to do that. But um, we have a restaurant, which is um, like, but then on the other side, like that's on my grandma. So all, both my parents have a normal job. And my gran grandma you, or is still uh, taking care of our restaurant. And it's like kind of the style of like old farm restaurants. So we have a lot of animals. Growing up there, to be honest, it was awesome. Like um, my parents helped me out with everything also to see my friends. Then uh, when I was very young, like <laughs> I was even, uh, how do you say, uh, tractor? What is the word for it? Tractor? Um, Oh, the constant dual language brain. I get it. More often than not, we think way harder than we need to. Turns out the German word he's fishing for in English is the same but for a single letter. A tractor. With all these machines and stuff like that, and my dad always uh, integrated me with things like that, and it was awesome because we we uh, also did like kind of uh, agriculture as well, but only like to uh, provide our own animals, which were like 50 with, with food and stuff like that. Sustainability, self-sufficiency, concepts from rural communities that we are now desperately needing and seeking in urban settings. After a while, I grew up, started playing uh, soccer at that time. It was like the love of my life. So I started to, uh, yeah, like play pretty good. Then w went like for uh, farther to like different kind of games and selection teams and stuff like that. So basically, like after a while, like when I was like from 14, 15 uh, years on, like uh, my life was only about like playing soccer and going to school, to be honest. So, but I was totally fine with it at the at that age. Fast forward to college, where this soccer playing teen, as is common in Europe traveled abroad for his studies. An in international business administration. 
Uh, but I didn't do it in Germany. I did it in the Netherlands, and I also went to Spain half a year. So uh, yeah, that was by far like uh, one of the best times I had, to be honest. Like I always love to live in uh, different countries, like get to know different cultures and uh, see something else. Meet, especially also meeting new people, like from other cultures. I want to harp on this point a bit because, in case you couldn't tell, I completely agree. I'll put it to you this way. I've met so many smart, wonderful American peers who, when faced with my constant itch to travel the world, ask, why? Why visit India or China? Why make yourself intentionally uncomfortable? And the answer to that question is a little too long-winded for this episode, but in short, Burnt has captured the answer for me perfectly. The growth one undergoes when faced with new cultures, when interacting with new people, is immeasurable. It just gives you like a different view of the whole world. And I think that was also like the biggest point why I wanted to come to, come to the U.S. Because uh, like back home in Germany, it's like uh, going across uh, across uh, the globe to the U.S. is like so special. And then if you can, can combine it like with playing the sports you love and a good academic side, uh, it's the perfect fit. And here's where I started to feel like, whoa. He's from one of the most developed countries in the Western world, and I'm from a developing South American country, and turns out we both find it special to come here. But here's also where, note to those who've never wondered what it takes, it gets a little complicated for all of us across the board. Uh, with the visa, because I was like, I was registered as an agency who every year provides like 100 soccer players, tennis players, every kind of athlete to the yes to different colleges that help you with like the whole process of visa and um, I-20 and stuff like that and also like with the university itself to enroll so it was a big help because it was a lot of paperwork to be honest especially if you come from Europe. They fill out an application and admissions then will tell them what they need and mostly it's affidavits of support and bank statements and and that kind of thing and then they get an I-20 and the I-20 is their ticket to come here. They take that I-20 to the embassy and get a visa, an F-1 visa for study. Hopefully they right. get a visa, and right. times have been getting a little tougher. Well, an F-1 visa means you have to be a student. The government says you not only have to be a student, you have to be a full-time student every semester. You cannot drop a course. You cannot, unless you are taking more than 15 credits, more than 12 credits if you're an undergrad. If you take 15, you could drop a course. If you're taking 12, and a lot of students will go to a professor and say, I need to withdraw, and the professor may not realize, bringing that student down to nine credits now, he's like out of status. Mm -hmm. And that is a big problem, huge. huge. They can't work off campus. For the first two semesters, they have to be full-time. There's a lot of rules and regulations that they need to follow just to be here. That was Barbara Moltari and Karen Johnson, the president and vice president of the International Student Association. I spoke to them on the Long Island campus of New York Tech. Having that platform as a student athlete and that support in the visa process is an incredible aid to our students and also makes me wonder for the many other non-athlete international students who don't have this help and the dedication and courage it takes to manage the U.S. visa process. But regardless of where they've come from, the challenges are tough right from the start. Coming here, I remember like the first weeks, um... It was like, because I also dorm, I still live at the dorms, and before that I was like, 
living in like big cities in the middle with like different people oh together. It was very hard because um, kind of at the beginning it felt like, like not like a prison, but you, it, it wasn't so easy to escape. And then nobody had like a car I knew because I was totally new. So there were days where I was just like on the weekend, I was just in my dorm and didn't do anything. Like I was just frustrated and it was a hard time, but the more you get to know like how to handle the situation uh meeting new people and also meeting people in the city uh you get to know how to handle these things and yeah now i'm way more outgoing like long island is such a great place to live on but then on the other side like if you don't have a car i think it's just america it's it has nothing to do with like Long Island itself is just America because you don't have the public transportation itself. Like it's not like I don't know, maybe not that as good as it is in Europe. Except like I mean, the subway situation in New York City is also very good. If you ask me, he's being way too polite. The subway in the city is helpful, yes, but pales in comparison to the modern, well-kept, and highly functional public transportation systems in Europe. Sometimes it's not easy to adapt to the culture because I think like sometimes American people are like um, they're like they have their own culture and it's like very hard to adapt to it and sometimes maybe you try to fit in but you like can't do it in the first place and then it's like kind of hard to like get to know new people but um, yeah as I said like it, it, it's all it's always like that it was also like that when i went to these other countries and lived there at the beginning it's hard to get to know but after a while you just like have to be yourself uh adapt in small things and you should be fine like uh, it always worked out and i met great people since i'm here it so often comes down to the people we meet in the end adapting usually has more to do with those who surround us than any other single factor and even when faced with the uncertainty of his future Burnt is a great example of what it means to be grateful, positive, and open to different possibilities. First of all, I'm so great, uh, grateful that like NYT gave me this opportunity, and especially also the coach, so Carlos Delson, my uh, soccer coach, great guy, gave me the opportunity to come here. Really put a lot of like effort into into recruiting me. I'm gonna graduate and. Uh, in May with my master's degree. So after that, I try to like apply for OPT. So get a job here for maybe one year or even longer. OPT, Optional Practical Training, a provisional work permit that allows international students to stay in the country for one additional year after their student visa has lapsed, working at a job in their field. After that, there's a zillion factors that could impact his chances of staying or not. And yet, I can see myself uh, in the U.S. Probably like in the city, uh, in the city yeah. not on the. It doesn't. Of course, New York would be great, but if it's like another big city, it wouldn't be a problem. Yeah, of course, I try to uh, get a job here in the city. I'm a finance major, so uh, I think I have the best opportunities here. And yeah, after that, to be honest, like who knows? I'm still very grateful that I have the opportunity. It's not very common to go overseas, go into the United States to have the ability to study here and uh, get a degree like that. So I'm grateful. I just want to enjoy the rest of my time here and make the most out of it. At the end of the day, like uh, in five, six years, I still probably have to go back and take care of our, our farm, right? Thanks for listening to NYIT International. 
This episode was produced for Globesville in collaboration with Hannah Smith, Isabella Staples, and myself, Emily Tafur. Writing, editing, and directing by Emily Tafur.